Welcome back to Fantasy Insanity. My name is John Bosch. The main reason I've asked tonight's guest to join me is because of their podcast, the Fantasy Football Comedy Hour. It is quite entertaining, so I do want to thank you guys for joining me. We have Pete Overzet, Brian Donnelly, and Jeff Perry. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, we, uh, we're excited to come on. I listened to your first one uh, the other day with Ryan McDowell. Uh, you're doing a great job. We're excited to be on. Yeah, this is great. I'm glad that I'm also learning how to use Google Hangouts tonight, too. So this yeah. is a lesson on everything. Now that I've pumped you guys up, I, I do have to say that I have a true motive to having you on. I do like your podcast, but I've really been trying to get in touch with somebody to get on this podcast. I can't get a hold of him. Do you guys have Bobby's contact info? <laughs> uh, I think I have Bobby's contact info. Excellent. If you could shoot him like an email or a DM, something to get him to you know answer me back, that kid is amazing. Uh, uh, actually, um, I, I I didn't mean oh, to uh, to jump in here, but um, yeah, this oh, is God. Bobby. Oh, he found the he found our hangout. Uh, yeah, yeah, and Br- Brian, take six coming up soon. Brian, how dumb are you? You just click the button to join a hangout. Why is this hard for you? I'm sorry, Bobby. I have other responsibilities. I'm going to, I'm going to kick Bobby out. All right. I, I appreciate that. This show will definitely go off the rails fast if Bobby sticks <laughs> around, I think so. I think so. And if we stick around, but either way. <laughs> for, for those that don't know, I don't know why you'd be listening to me if you haven't already listened to these guys. Bobby was a, is a repeat offender on their show, I do believe, and quite an entertaining one at that. So uh, now that we've gotten Bobby on this, I, I feel like I've achieved my goal. So Thank you guys for coming <laughs> on tonight. Uh, I do have future episodes. No, uh, I, I do start these all out kind of the same way, just asking the basic question of when did you start playing fantasy football? Yeah, uh, well, for me, I uh, let's see. I started in college. Um, this is back, I think, 2002, 2003 is when I started with uh, some friends from high school uh, and we still have our league going strong still. So uh, it's about 10 of us. So it's only a 10 team league, but it's a two, two quarterback keeper league, which at the time two quarterbacks was kind of nobody else was doing it that we knew at least. And uh, weren't, wasn't tapped into the fantasy community at that point really. But uh, yeah, it's awesome. We, we have a live draft every year live auction draft the last few years we all get together some people fly out uh, and it's a blast so and uh i guess i'll i mean i know that um pete's probably gonna have some long-winded answers long <laughs> i'll um just make it short i i started like five or six years ago and i really didn't know much about football at all um and actually jeff and i were at some uh, this is going to sound super cool and this, improv. Marathon. Do you know what this sounds? Yeah. This sounds pretty long winded. This sounds pretty long winded. Yeah. We were um, at a bar in New York randomly. Yeah, and we were watching preseason football, and well, we were talking about fantasy, and I was just like, I think I'd be pretty good at that. I was like, I get pretty obsessive with like, uh, with, with like role playing games and crap like that when I was younger. I was like, I bet you I'd be really good at it. And then, uh, some other guys invited me to a league, and then it was like that first hit a crack. I just never went back to being normal again. Have Have you found that success that you, of course, were entitled to? You know, I I've won our league once, and it was super. It was it was very very rewarding, and I did it through a pretty deceitful trade. Um, and at the, I feel bad about it now, but at the time, it was it needed to happen. The money's been spent. You can only now you can feel bad, right? So yeah, that's that's the truth. 
And uh, Peter, now for your long-winded response. Yeah, no, now I'm going to keep it so short. Uh, you know, I started playing like fantasy basketball in high school, like 2004, but then I didn't do fantasy football until uh, 2008 or so, and I I had no idea what I was doing, but I just remember I had a uh, D'Angelo Williams on my team, and that was the year he had that insane playoff run, uh, fantasy playoff run, where he was just scoring, you know, 150 point or uh, yards and, and two TDs every game. So I was hooked once I had uh, D'Angelo Williams on my team in 2008. It's amazing what one player can do for you that you'll you'll just never forget him. Then, oh but, yeah. Uh, so when did you guys start doing comedy then? Um, I, I probably started around like 2004 when Pete was starting fantasy basketball. I was, I started doing, uh, improv and stuff in, uh, at the upright citizens brigade in New York. So that was kind of the thing I got obsessed with for quite some time. Yeah. I started around the same time as I started fantasy, uh, right, right when I was in college and then, uh, after college kept doing it, but yeah, the, kind of coinciding thing is like yeah improv and fantasy football were like the two obsessions i've had for a long time unhealthy on both accounts pretty much yeah if you're gonna have one degenerate hobby you might as well yeah, stick to exactly. another one then so yeah no and i i was more of a late comer i think i i started in 2011 jeff was actually uh one of my teachers when i was taking classes at the That's theater right. we're at he uh cast me on my first team and then we became a uh, teammate so yeah my my comedy career is uh, very entwined with Mr. Jeff Perry. So it's you, all my you fault. You owe everything to him, correct? I, I do. <laughs> yeah. That's verbally binding. Yeah. For sure. So. But uh, yeah, so it then, was... Oh, go ahead. When you guys, you know, you're doing, you both, obvi- or all three of y'all doing both comedy and fantasy football, when did the idea occur, let's put these together? It, yeah, I think I remember, so at the the theater that we... Um, perform at they kind of have these like rolling submissions where people can pitch ideas for for shows and I remember sending an email to Jeff and Brian and just seeing you know because you would do all kinds of different types of shows and it was like hey you want to try something related to fantasy football because we knew we all enjoyed it so yeah when it started it, it really had nothing to do with like getting involved with like the fantasy football community it was just like an idea for a, a theme for a show is how I remember it does that check out for you guys yeah I remember well, I, I remember wanting, having wanted to do some kind of sports comedy thing forever and but never being able to crack the code of like an interesting way to do it. And I, yeah, I remember you emailed that you and Donnelly had talked about something and wanted to see if I was interested in, cause yeah, that whole thing of like, ever since like the turning point for me, I was actually more into sports before I was into comedy. And then my dad showed me the naked gun, the first movie with the, 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 the baseball scene that goes on for about a half hour. And that was like when the world's collided and like, I was like, Oh yeah, maybe do a podcast. And then like, who cares about me doing a podcast and like, what could I even do it for? And then you guys, we, we all got together and worked on that idea of like, what the hell would a live show look like? That's a fantasy football themed comedy show. And we, we kind of figured it out on the fly. What does a live show look like? Do, do do the people that are coming to it know what they're in for, or do they know they're just going to a comedy show and then all of a sudden don't get you know half the jokes? There's probably a fair amount of that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we we promoted it pretty heavily, like the ones we've done, and um, I think the first one was like you know we were kind of learning on our feet, but um, by the second one, I mean the format's pretty similar to um, 
to the podcast, except we do a couple live. Um, there's like some live bits that just don't translate well to um, to the podcast. Uh, I'm thinking specifically these these sketches that um, I'll I'll write these like incredibly strange and filthy sketches and oh yeah. And then the the then Jeff, uh, Pete, and Mike, uh, the other guy on the other um, the fourth member of the crew uh, who's not on with us tonight, they'll have to do a cold read of it live in front of the audience, and uh, it normally leads to some pre- pretty hilarious moments. Yeah, and there's also uh, some audience interaction that we can do live. Though our first show, we realized that we thought we were going to be really cool and have a lot of audience interaction and like bring someone up and talk about their team. And then we realized that the, everybody else in the audience did not care about that person's team or us interacting with that person. So that, that really killed the energy of the show pretty quickly. And then we learned not to do that the next couple of times. So. Yeah. Nobody cares about teams that are out of their league. Exactly. If I can't trade with you or beat you, or try and sabotage your team in some way. Yeah, nobody wants to hear your poker beat story or your bad fantasy beat story. I still, oh, that they do if they're calling the one eight hundred fantasy football. Sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep referencing all of you guys working. <laughs> yeah. Laugh. So that's why that's why you set up that hotline so that people can call and tell their stories. So uh, another hilarious sketch for again those that haven't listened to their podcast, give it a shot. So. You know, with with your level of fantasy football involvement, you guys definitely dig deep on a lot of your uh, on your comedy. So, you know, when when you are looking at that audience, how do you how do you gauge how far can we go with with this audience that, you know, they're going to get this Jeff Janis joke as opposed to they're not going to know the eighth wide receiver on Green Bay's team Uh, for the live show or just for for the podcast now? Well, I'm I'm guessing for the podcast at this point, the people that are tuning in or people that listen to Fantasy Football Podcast, they know who he is, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, the live show, I'm guessing, is a whole different animal. Yeah, very much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like like Jeff said, we had some we had a li- little bit of a learning curve to figure out what translated, but I think once we did a few of them, you know, some of the best compliments we got would be, you know, we'd have friends and maybe their significant others would come or people who weren't into into sports and they would still laugh and have a good mm-hmm. time. So that was that was kind of the compliment that even though maybe the references might be really specific or inside baseball, that they're I think what we're always going for is that there's still something. Human humorous that anyone can uh, enjoy they can put it together that and still still enjoy it that that's good that is yeah that's the goal i mean i think that the other thing too is as far as for the podcast is like it's a pretty niche podcast i mean we we try to be as accessible as possible but the idea of like there are fantasy football podcasts there are comedy podcasts out there but to combine the two that venn diagram makes it a bit smaller uh but so like the idea, like uh, like we just did some. Our last thing we just did was uh, Moritz Bohringer, like the the German like uh, draft uh, prospect. And like I don't I don't don't know many people in my personal life who have ever heard or know who that is or anything. But the 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 diehards like on Twitter and that are into that like can kind of appreciate that in that way. So like it hits harder with those people, though it might like dwindle our audience numbers down a bit uh hopefully it can like drag draw people in and then we can go a bit broader with stuff depending on how it goes yeah those that get it appreciate it on a level that's unexplainable because yeah yeah well i i did listen to that you know 
that your interview that you got with them. That's an amazing get. Always impressive. You guys have great guests. I'm we, really, we, are, we were really lucky to land him. I have yeah. to say that was that was a huge get on. We did, we did get God once. That was a bigger get. I think. <laughs> yes, we did get God. I forgot about that. Uh, we'll see where he gets drafted. We'll not not God. We'll we'll see where Moritz gets drafted. His landing spot. You know, it, it might might fluctuate that relationship there. But uh, so, how how often do you guys in your regular day just think about fantasy football, and then after that think I can make fun of this? Oh geez, I mean, I I would say at this point everything filters through that that lens of uh, how can we make fun of stuff because uh, it is I, I mean it it becomes natural when you're like this is so ridiculous that we spend this much time on it so maybe it's just like an actual coping mechanism for us to want to make fun of stuff to to continue to remind ourselves that it is ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. Like it's t- like it's hard to do. I like in our first few episodes, I think, uh, I think it was one of our like earlier episodes that we found it's hard to not try to try and give any analysis. Like we have no right to give any kind of fantasy analysis, yeah, like yeah. as if we're experts. And then I think there was an episode, Pete had gone, Pete was in new Orleans to see, uh, and then you saw the Patriots saints preseason game and came back with information. And we, we went off on a tangent to like kind of, give our takes on it. And then like after a few episodes after like taking stock in that, it's like, that's not, that's not what we should be doing. And like, it's hard to fight that muscle of like, I I'm on fantasy Twitter all the time. And like, I want, I like, I take all that in, but my takes are just regurgitated takes. So like what unique way can we approach it from is more of a comedy angle of like how ridiculous it is. The fact that we care that much about these professional football players that wouldn't, even shake our hand if we ran into them on the street, you know? So yeah, if we ran into them, we'd be laying on the ground. Uh, yeah, That's for sure. So yeah, this is all ridiculous. That's the reason that I started this. I, I am crazy for fantasy football. And when I started to realize that others are just as insane, I figured, Hey, let's, let's tell these stories about how crazy we are and the <laughs> weird looks that we get from other people. So that, yeah, like that, those moments where you like, well, we, we were talking before the show, but like, there's just those times where you're just like, I really shouldn't be checking my team or lineup, but you do, and you realize it's like, oh man, I'm kind of encroaching into something that I think fantasy shouldn't be involved in this right now. When's yeah. the when's the most inappropriate time or most inappropriate oh. place you've you've checked your lineup, tried to make a waiver claim? I I tried to change. Um, I tried to change QBs. Uh, uh, it was it was the fall of 2014 because my son was born in November of 2014. So you might be able to see where this is going. Um, and we were at like one of these like, hey, let's tour the hospital classes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, uh, let me just run to the bathroom. I go, go to the bathroom and my wife's like, you put your phone away put it on airplane mode I was like, oh, no. fine, fine, fine. and like it's getting closer and closer to kickoff and at one point it's like let me just get a drink of water and i never drink out of like you know like a water fountain like a public water fountain in the hospital i'm like yeah let me just run over and get a thing of water and then i ducked into the chapel and i me and i put in ben, <laughs> i put in ben roethlisberger in the chapel in the hospital chapel yeah, that, is, that yeah. is fantastic did you did you actually kneel down and go fantasy football is my religion 
No, but you know what I did do? Uh, a week later, I t- I brought a bunch of food to a food bank because I felt terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, fantasy football puts good out into the world. Had you not gone behind your wife's back into a chapel in the hospital to put in Ben Roethlisberger into your lineup, that food bank would not have gotten your donation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's also maybe the, the, the ad of it being Big Ben. You know, maybe if it was like a like Aaron yeah. Rodgers or someone who has like a less torrid past i would feel a little bit better about it like i'm sending yeah. in gi joe don't worry it's like no i'm sending in big ben <laughs> yeah that 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 definitely you should you should have been in the chapel that actually yeah. was probably the right place to be yeah, making exactly. <laughs> is there a confessional in that chapel that you followed into immediately after i know i, sh- I should go back <laughs> okay so um when you're watching football on you know sunday or a terrible standalone game how how often are you enjoying the game? How often are you thinking, oh, there's another idea, and just start jotting it down right then? I personally try, like, especially the start of uh, this this past 2015 season uh, was when we had kind of – we started the podcast uh, around the last draft, the 2015 draft. And so this was, like, the first full season that we had had the podcast and, like, the twi- our Twitter feed. And, like, week one – and I think week two, uh, I had the mindset of like, I'm going to like tweet up a storm and I'm going to just like tweet all every time I have it. And it just became exhausting. Like, cause I want to watch as a fan as well. And I kind of just took, I dropped it and kind of took the mindset of like, I'm just going to take this all in and then process it later on in the night. And then like, obviously ideas will come as I'm watching and kind of note it. But there also is that just, fantasy fan that cares more about cares more about my matchup than our show uh which which will happen all the time so i knew it oh yeah don't don't act like you don't think the same yeah i mean especially if you're uh especially if your opponent i'm assuming is one of your co-hosts on the show oh yeah yeah i don't yeah for me I mean, I, I definitely get sucked in too, but it's like, I've always said like for me, the, the lows are so much lower in fantasy than the highs are high. Like when things go well, you're always just like, yeah, I expected that to happen or I wanted that to happen. But when it's anything goes wrong, then that just sits with you and marinates with you. So I actually found the show to be a little bit of an escape from that usual kind of uh, doldrums of a bad fantasy day. It was like, okay, there are some funny things to talk about. Let's plan the show. Let's uh, let's think about how we can uh, do something fun with stuff that happens. So, I, yeah, I, I enjoyed having that extra outlet to make my experience with football not just that dichotomy of win or lose. It's, yeah. it's kind of like the uh, idea of, like, when you're in so many leagues that you can't get, like, too tied up into one matchup because – if you root against one player, they're they are affecting another matchup in a different way. So you just stop worrying about it and watch football. Like that kind of element of it lends to the sh- like thinking of it in the comedic way for the show as well. Yeah, I think I'm reaching that point. I, I've th- I've just ventured into Dynasty, and I don't, now I've joined too many leagues. Yeah. Um, so I think I will actually get to the point this year where I'm just watching football again, as opposed to. There's a play. Look over. There's a play. Look mm-hmm. over. There's a play. Yeah. Look over. There's a point yes. of no return where you're like, oh, okay, well, I'm back to being a football fan that checks his scores at like seven o'clock on Sunday instead of uh, 105, 110, 115. Wow, you go five minutes without checking. That's <laughs> that, that, is, that is impressive. Uh, 
I got to know what medicine you're taking to be able to do that. So where else do you guys draw your inspiration from? Uh, I know you, you guys do some live drafts. Uh, do you get material from your league mates in the drafts during, you know, during the season? Do, do people fear posting on your message boards knowing, uh-oh, this is going to end up in a show? No, I don't think, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but for me, it's, I think it's more of a challenge of like, uh, I don't think any of my league mates, especially my hometown league are afraid of it. They're more uh, challenging me to do it kind of, (laughs) (laughs) it's more like, oh, you think that's funny? Put it in your podcast. And like, uh, I don't think it's more, yeah, I think, and they also want me to talk about the league, our league much more than anyone else would think would be interesting. But, oh, you should do an entire show on roster breakdowns in that league. Exactly. Detail every trade, every transaction, waiver pickup, at least for like a five-minute segment. <laughs> that <laughs> maybe, would be maybe like a five-second segment. Maybe you should just mention the name of the league one time. I think I've done that. I think I've done that, and I think I've, I think I've given them enough due, but – yeah, not as much as they would ever want. They're they're getting more pub on this one now. You, yeah, you exactly. can mention you can mention the league the name if you if it'll make them happy. It will. It won't make me happy because it's a ridiculous name. But uh, oh, even better, it's the it's it's the thuggish ruggish league. Oh my! <laughs> I don't think I've told any of you guys oh, that wow. either. Oh, you've never mentioned that name. <laughs> I did not. So it's a it's a bone thugs and harmony. Oh uh, God! Homage. Yeah, thuggish, ruggish bone. Yeah, exactly. That song is played. Well, I guess we now know why you've never mentioned the name on the well, show. Looks like we got a sketch in the tank. <laughs> yeah. well, are, there, are there graphics involved in this league? Oh, yes. The, oh. Uh, the, the trophy at the end of the year is a mug with a Tech 9 on it. Oh, my, oh God. my God. Yeah, exactly. I can't wait to take the some of the audio from the, from the podcast this. right now, right now, yeah. and then lay it under thuggish, ruggish bone, yeah. <laughs> and then just make it sound like you're promoting your league. Yeah, I I will say, John, I think that's the thing is we're not necessarily looking to like normally our inspiration comes from making fun of each other more than making yeah. fun of anyone outside of us. Yeah, I think any any time like. Pete went on a podcast uh, and like within a couple days, Brian had edited versions of Pete talking on that podcast, making fun of him, like to air on our podcast, like that same week. And yeah, then this was the daily fan, the fan of daily DFS scandal, correct? Uh, no, I don't think so. It might've been that episode. It was, uh, it was Pete doing a, some character voices. <laughs> yeah, okay. Was- and then it made it sound like he was releasing a yes. an announcer on it. That it was uh, this comedy album that Pete was releasing, <laughs> and, and it was like, and all these, and then I just took these like snippets where Pete like sounded like he was just you know like briefly like making a joke on there, but I made it sound like he was doing impersonation. Well, the, but you forget that the reason you felt. Uh inclined to do that was because of me putting your appearance oh. on tom ashbrook's oh that was radio that's, show that's the one i was thinking that's of right there. Right. yeah so brian oh, yes you're right it is the daily fantasy thing yeah it was the tom ashbrook thing, yeah, yeah so right after the uh the daily fantasy scandal broke uh tom ashbrook was doing a, a radio program and asking for people to call in and, and brian somehow got through 
and he was just completely incoherent making incoherent. i mean honestly you could listen back to the audio you if someone transcribed it it would look like like google translated it back and forth from eight different languages <laughs> uh and so i i chopped it up and, and made a, a remix and so then then brian got me back yes that's right that's i right. got the order wrong yeah i didn't connect that because i thought yeah no that makes sense and yeah no. and, and to be fair Pete's mashup was way more, way funnier and better than Donnelly's mashup. Oh, all right. Well, Thuggish Ruggish is going right to the top of next. (laughs) As if it wasn't already. Thuggish Ruggish Perry. Yeah, Pete, if you want to send me this audio with just Bone Thugs playing underneath it the entire time, I'm game for that. Oh yeah. Definitely. When I said that I was uh just gonna record the file for you, what I really meant is I'm gonna produce this into a hour sketch show and send it back over. Yeah. <laughs> that that sounds fantastic. Sounds fantastic. So I don't uh, think I've ever listened to a full Bone Thug song. You know it's, what's sad is I, I bet I could actually go down in my basement right now, dig out my CDs. I bet you it's in there. <laughs> nice. That that is uh I am a graduate of high school nineteen ninety nine, so that was I was right in the wheelhouse of CD. Oh yeah, band. first of the oh, wake man. up. It's the first of the month. It's a great song. Oh geez, oh. <laughs> people look back and realize they were they were young and stupid. And I'm now at that age where I look back and I realize I was young and stupid. Now I'm not young and but I'm really smart now, right? So <laughs> that's what matters. Uh, so Jeff, in the um, thuggish, ruggish, buggish. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, I'm not going to this down. This is great. Whatever the you know the, the awesome league that you were speaking of, this is the league that you were previously the commissioner of. Yeah, I was trying to think back. Like I, I don't know. I don't think I was the initial commissioner. See, what happens in our league is someone is commissioner for like three to five years, and then gets so sick of everybody uh, that they they stop and then have somebody else be commissioner. I think I was probably the second commissioner, um, but I was for a good deal. Um, I may have even been the original commissioner. I can't remember, but yeah, I was for about five years probably. And then I got sick of everybody, uh, you know, making ridiculous requests or having these expectations, which I now have our current commissioner. So, uh, but yeah, it's, We've all known each other uh, for the most part since high school. We have a few brother-in-laws who have uh, taken spots in the league. But, yeah, it's a lot of ball-busting and uh, craziness, which is good. So the transition from commissioner to non-commissioner, then now you you struggle and now you want the commissioner to do everything you think they should do? Pretty much. I mean, I'm not as bad with it, but I – when other people make – stronger requests or or unreasonable requests of the commissioner, I will just be like, yeah, do that and kind of pile on. How far past the deadline do you now make your payment? I'm pretty good with it. Well, because we have the live draft, so. Oh, you got to bring the cash. You have to bring it there in person and put it in the the mug. But uh, that's been slipping. People have been slipping with that the last couple of years. But now the beyond the name, now that I know that, that's obviously the best part of the league. <laughs> you, you guys have something that I previously thought was the best part of this league. You have a year-end tradition. Care to fill us in on that? Uh, yeah. So um, this came up probably about halfway through we've had a league, but we started. We turned it into a keeper league eventually uh, in where you have, you have to keep exactly three players. 
Um, and it used to be redraft, so you couldn't keep anyone in the first three rounds. But the way, because it's a keeper league, we wanted to prevent tanking. Um, and to do that, we created a punishment for last place. And, you know, there's tons of now, like Matthew Barry has made it popular of like all the crazy punishments for leagues and the tattoo league. It's not as crazy as tattoos, but um, what we do is every year at the end of the, once the season's over, we have a banquet. Um, and we actually used to have it at the same place that we would have our little league banquets, nice. um, which, yeah, which is kind of uh, pretty nostalgic. Uh, and what we remembered from those banquets as like a 12 year old was everybody's sitting at a long table and it's like, family style so like they'll bring out the bread and then the pasta and the chicken but there's everything you would make that stupid concoction drink of i mean i don't know how how common this is a thing of people relating to this or not but you put like get a glass of water you put the pepper and the salt and the butter and the vinegar and the ketchup and you just make this gross drink uh the punishment for our league is the last place has to drink that drink oh yeah uh yeah, we, we call it drinking the drink, or it actually has a name. It's named after our last place. Uh, the first manager to come in last that we started it with, uh, and he's had to drink it a few times, actually. So I've never had to drink it, which I'm very proud of. You don't want to out him and give him the, the satisfaction? I, I won't. I won't. I've had Matthew Berry write his name uh, in, in the book. I had him sign his name in our book uh, that I got. So that's good enough for him. He already gets it enough from everybody in the league. That's right, Jeff. We went to that book signing. And That's I think right. we were there too. Yeah. That was actually, I think, what what spurred the three of us to like pair be the the three of us to start, I think, right? I mean, I think I told Donald Pete, I don't think at that time I knew that you were as into fantasy because I knew Matthew Berry was doing a book signing and I, I told Donnelly. And then we yeah. went and then you I think you were coming too. And then, then we were like, Oh, well, the three of us obviously like fantasy football. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, think I, I mentioned it to you, and you were like, "Hey, should we invite Pete?" And he, you were like, "He's my student. I'm not <laughs> down to associate." Yeah, I don't, I don't uh, associate. I don't fraternize with, yeah. with students. Hey, everybody, I'm going to take a little break here for a quick podcast review. Thank you to Chris Whitman at Chris Whitman Eleven on Twitter and one of the hosts of Dynasty Happy Hour for submitting a podcast review. If you have a podcast that you listen to that you would like to spotlight and spread, just record a quick review and email it to me, fantasyinsanitypod at gmail.com. While I listen to a ton of them already, I'm always looking for new ones. Tell us about one that you like, who hosts it, what do they discuss, and why should we add this particular podcast to our rotation. I do recommend Chris's podcast, The Happy Hour Pod, Dynasty Happy Hour, and the pod that he reviews. Both are staples in my rotation. So thanks for sending it in, Chris. Hope everyone enjoys it and takes his recommendation and adds another one to their rotation if it's not already in there. Hey, everybody. This is Chris over from the Dynasty Happy Hour. And today I would talk to you about the Dynasty Trade Calculator. If you don't know this podcast already, you need to check them out. John and Izzy, are a fantastic duo, and they bring to you all the best news and information about Dynasty football with an emphasis on trading. Now, if you're like me, you love to trade, you need to trade, and you want to trade. And if you want to understand how value works in Dynasty Fantasy Football, you need to check these guys out. They're phenomenal. They get guests on all the time. 
and they're discussing every minor detail about rookie draft values, about player values, everything, and they'll help you make sure you get value for your team and make sure that you win a championship. So go check them out, the Dynasty Trade Calculator. And if you want, come check us out too, the Dynasty Happy Hour. We do a lot of Dynasty football and looking at trades, looking at value, looking at players and rookies and all different types of stuff. So check us both out, Dynasty Trade Calculator and a Dynasty Happy Hour. Thanks. So some some of the other leagues, you guys got a couple of other ones. Uh, Brian, you commissioned one. You commissioned the Redraft League, correct? Uh, Yes. uh, There's a Redraft League called the Laugh Hounds League. Which um, that's with a Z, say, right? It is is kind of falling. It's falling on tough times, but uh, <laughs> it's 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 had it had it had a good run. Um, it's and still I like there. how like that name doesn't get made fun of at all. Well, okay, the Laugh Outs League was uh, there was this time period where we were throwing a Z onto the end of everything. Yes, so that's right. To laughs, laughs, and goofs were spelled with a Z. With a Z, yeah. So. That was just, it just seemed like the right thing. But yeah, I was oh, like, wait a budget. second. Does it, it's, I, I, I think in the email that you sent me, you may have typed in H O U N D S. Oh, oh right. wow. Well, no, oh. Here, now here's the, here's the ultimate issue with the Laugh Hounds League and also the side of my poor commissioning is that I have to look stuff up sometimes and <laughs> related to the league. And I have to use both spellings. <laughs> it's used so interchangeably. So I was trying to look for, if you can believe it, payout structure that I had emailed everyone at the beginning of the league. And uh, here's the here's the way I operate. Um, I take all the money and I spend it. Yes, I'm aware <laughs> of this. And then and then I have to. Um, my goal is to fight fight to the top. And I don't intentionally spend it, but it's in a PayPal account. And just over the course of the fall, I'm like, well, I mean, what's 20 bucks? Pete Jeff, have you guys heard of like LeagueSafe.com? Stuff, you know, they they I, have options for commissioners that like this. See, yeah, I like to see Donnelly struggle, though. I was literally going to say the same thing. I love that he has to have a conversation with his wife at the end of the season where he's like, honey, I have to withdraw $300 from our account because I spent it all in September. Well, yeah, that's why I on, on comics. <laughs> that's the sad part. It's a lot of it's on. No, this year was Fiverr. That's right. Oh. You guys, you guys do. You guys hit up Fiverr a lot, and you talk about that a lot. Uh, <laughs> it, it, if you had to choose between, you cannot say the either of the following names. You, you got to pick one. You only get to say one. The rest of your podcast. I, I apologize for making you choose, but if you could say only one. Would you say Jim Bob Cooter or Swamp Gator? Uh, I think we got to axe Jim Bob Cooter. Yeah, it's, it's got to be Swamp Gator. Out of, out of respect. He he is a vital part of your show. Yeah. He would be, he would be, I, I bet you I could get him on for five bucks. Hey, sure. hey, hey. So he's our, he's our boy. But we'll see how the sound quality would go, would go for you to get him on a live recording. Yeah, that's oh, true. I, I will. It, pay, it was, I'll pay you $5. If you set up a lot, if you can get him, if you can get him on a Google Hangout, oh, yeah. I mean, he's like you know when a band like uh, says like their lighting guy is like their fifth member. Like Swamp Gators are our fifth member of the Fantasy Football Comedy Hour. The things you make that man say is just unfair. Have you have you sent him any any copy that he's just said nope? That's going to cost five fifty. 
The <laughs> answer is no. Not the question. Yeah. <laughs> the answer is the answer is uh, when when I when I got him to say that he had slippery balls in this one sketch, I was like, all right, he'll say this. Dude, Brian, um, that's not even the worst thing. No, you had But that's what opened the door, right? Like once he said that, I was like, oh, I can write anything. And that's when um, my brother who listens to the show and contributes ideas that we uh, normally can't use. Um, he was like, he tweeted the one time, he's like, well, tune into the fantasy, fantasy football hour for comedy and elder abuse. <laughs> that is, you definitely take advantage, but that guy's got, he's got to sit there and love it. He's got to enjoy one, getting all of your money, you know, your entire league funding. And then just, I, I wonder if he listens. No, there's no, no way. There's no yeah, chance. <laughs> so, uh, in your... Back to off the rails. So back to the redraft league that you guys do. You do IDP. You do two IDP. Now, mm-hmm. as I've looked through a lot of league bylaws recently, uh, I've come to find people that do either a lot or none. Two is kind of an interesting number. How did you come about choosing just two? Um, I copied the league set up from uh another guy the first league i was in and it had two idp players so the first year i played fantasy didn't realize idp wasn't normal it's it, so, and i'll just a, it's 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 stupid it's the dumbest thing to yeah, only have to IDP, idp is so awesome because you don't you, it's great you you get to you get this x factor that you could stream any week uh and these guys don't like it because you know they well, no. These guys are only they only like skill position players. I like it because half of the league doesn't understand that you should just draft two linebackers and instead of drafting defensive end or cornerbacks. I know. So it's an advantage in our league, but it's stupid in general. No, the problem is it's the same thing with kickers. It's that when you have that big of a pool yeah. of players to choose from and you only can start two that they're completely devalued. So there's just they're valued like kickers. So it's like having two extra kickers in your league. Ooh, I, I I uh, joked with a guy today that I want to start a league of just kickers and special teams returners Oof. because I think it would be so bad. It's one of those things to be so bad that you might actually enjoy watching it. So. Well, yeah, that would be something where you should put a lot on the line. So it's totally wrong. <laughs> yes. But you're really sweating out every kicker game every week. Oh, can you imagine like a all of a sudden an extra point? You're just sitting there. Exactly. You don't you, that's not when you switch over to red zone just to see what you know what's going on in the rest of the league yeah. when you're watching your home team. So uh, the redraft league is made up of comedians, then correct? Uh, yeah, majority is uh, people uh, comedians from the Boston area. Okay, so as an outsider looking in, I would expect the back and forth to be either extremely hilarious. Or absolutely no comedy at all because nobody's going to try and impress other comedians. How does that tend to go? You know, it's it's uh, it's probably a little more of the the latter. Yeah. Um, and then also because it's comedians and a lot of them being uh, improvisers, um, it's also just like a lot of last like trying to schedule a draft with these people. It's like it's a nightmare. So it, it just, you're just dealing with people that are just overscheduled and also really lazy at the same time. So it's just, I would say the comedy is so in, the comedy's in the trade offers. Yes. The comedy's <laughs> in the trade offers. Yeah. Is that draft live or do you do that one online? 
Um, we've done we it, it kind of live a year ago, and then we just I think we just gave up and did it online last year, right? Yeah. Because oh, we couldn't cool. get anyone together. Because like yeah. everyone was like anyone, everyone committed. I think the even thing this about year, improvisers like, oh, yeah, is, make it. And then the thing about improvisers in the, is most of them are in four improv like groups, and over they should be in one because they can't make rehearsals for a bunch of them. It's everybody's overcommitted. Yeah, you can spend hours and hours trying to figure out when you have hours. Yeah, exactly. Hours, right? Yeah. So, um, please tell me that when you did do this draft live, at some point, someone got up, put a pickup, everybody mocked them, and that person then turned around and said, oh, what a bunch of comedians. <laughs> <laughs> no, but a guy was there that had just been in the hospital for some type of stomach surgery. I do remember. <laughs> and I remember he was eating wings and we were like, is that all right? And he was like, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks really, this looks bad, but I'm fine. And he, then he proceeded to show us this, like what appeared to be like a war wound. Yeah. I also remember we were at a, a bar that had like, I had called them ahead of time and gotten this side room and everything. They promised me the Wi-Fi would be all set. The Wi-Fi was not set. We were like scrambling, trying to yeah, set up like right. different routers. That's it, right. Cause not everybody could be there. So some people were going to draft on time no matter what. And we were going to be screwed for trying to do it live. Yeah. So now it's, I, I love the, the live draft that you're describing uh, is definitely something I would love to do, but um, for this type of league, yeah, we were still beholden to uh, doing it on a Yahoo uh, schedule. Yeah, I I do have to say uh, back to my home league, but we've what, done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to pub him on your all show, but I'll just go on this show that nobody ever listens to, and I'll just tell him I talked to him about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But well, for, no, it's, that's more about drafting. Sluggish, sluggish, sluggish. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like the to be able to do an, an auction live uh, is really, really fun, and to do it with nine other people who know uh, every embarrassing thing about you is uh, a lot of fun. To be yes, able, to, I, you can't I, make I a bid and live it down. Yeah, a, li- a live auction is an experience like none other. Exactly. When you're, when you're fighting over a player for something that you've paid very little, relatively little into, you get more entertainment value out of that than you will buying a ticket to almost anything out there. Or when one one person is drunk like last year and goes from $13 for Arian Foster to $33, and we found out he thought he was bidding on Adrian Peterson. <laughs> oh, that, that, that held up though, right? Uh, yeah, and he came in last. So <laughs> he, he 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 had the drink, the drink. Then he actually did not this year, and he is out of the league now. Oh, yeah, yeah he's been replaced by someone who quit the league earlier. So, uh, so the commissioners change over the players come and go as they please. That is a strong one. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so. Well, actually, the person who came back in had to drink the drink for the person who didn't do it. So had to get jumped in, huh? Yeah, exactly. Nice, but nice. but John, we will say uh, your note your note is taken. Next time uh, one of us does a live draft, we are gonna. I hope you don't mind. We're gonna use that comedian's joke. <laughs> yes. Well, obviously, you guys aren't gonna make any picks that somebody will mock. So 
you might have to pass it on to someone else. I, I, I'm sure that I, your knowledge has to be overflowing. So I think you might be underestimating the extent that comedians will go for a bit, and one of us would intentionally make a bag pick just to do that comedian's With, joke. Without a doubt. Yeah. First round kicker. Yeah. <laughs> And then one of us would just go, what a country. 